0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, and thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, we have Faith and Hope Journey, where we talk about things that we are struggling through, our problems, usually involving people, and hard circumstances. Maybe it's physical problems, emotional, financial We look to the Lord in all of that for healing, for rescue, and for deliverance through Jesus. Every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit. This is where we look at the Word of God, the Bible, because it's God-breathed, inspired by God. This is where we learn His promises and we develop a relationship with the Lord. The Word of God is an effective weapon against the attacks of our enemies spiritual warfare we face every day. The Word is where we learn the good news of Jesus for our eternal future. Well, I believe the Lord has assigned me as a believer to be a beacon of hope in the, through the storms. Imagine a lighthouse that receives its light from the ultimate source, the Creator. And then, as a believer, we share that light in hopes to help and encourage other people towards God's kingdom. I often share pieces of my testimony because He has rescued me time and time again. If He would hear my sincere, contrite cry for help, then He will help you. Many times my testimonies include a cautionary tale, sharing my own mistakes, sins, and consequences. Along my faith journey, this can be used both as a warning and encouragement to you. Whatever has happened, whatever part you played in it, today is the day to turn to God. Well, today's topic is oppression. I looked up the the definition of oppression on the internet and here is one. Prolonged, cruel, or unjust treatment or control. The state of being subject to unjust treatment or control. Synonyms include persecution, abuse, maltreatment, or tyranny. You may or may not know it, but in January of 2020, I began writing a nonfiction entitled A New Song Rises Up. And that's based on Psalm 40 verses 1 through 3. At the time I began this book, I had no idea... What was ahead? The pandemic and my son, 48 years old, passed right before, right before Mother's Day. Anyway, I learned a lot that year and I shared a lot. Within a new song rises up and chapter 10 is about oppression. So today I'm going to do something different than I usually do. I'm going to read to you portions from that chapter. So I'll begin reading now from a new song, Rises Up. Chapter 10. Were you oppressed? When I speak of being oppressed, my thoughts are about the effects of abuse a victim in a domestic violence situation has endured. This includes an ongoing and overwhelming overwhelming burden, all as the result of the cruel power over them exercised by their intimate partner. Because of the perceived abusers power the victim may have felt their relationship as a master and slave situation have you had to endure such oppression have you broken free from the effects of it you may be surprised at the wide gambit of abuses that may happen within a domestic violence arena i have to paraphrase you know i am a domestic violence survivor and advocate Some wounds may take a very long time in healing, psychologically, emotionally, and physically. You may recall, I've already alluded to a period of my life, while in my 40s, when I was in a serious, life-threatening, domestic violence situation. I faced many debilitating abuses that I will not be describing here, except for the story about my unwanted tattoo. Why am I talking about this specific form of abuse? Because through this story you can see the hopelessness and permanency of the scarring. And yet the Lord has another plan. He had another plan for me. I hope that whatever similar situation you may have faced, you can resonate and find hope for your positive change in outlook. You may be surprised to learn that if in that domestic violence arena the abuser compels their victim against their will or by unreasonable pressure or perceived force to get an unwanted tattoo, it would be considered a form of domestic violence, right along with physical abuse, mental abuse, and emotional abuse. The unwanted tattoo is essentially as a permanent mark Wound or scar to the victim's body, representing the scarring to their soul. Always plotting and planning new and different ways to oppress me or others. One day, my abuser decided I would get a tattoo. So, I'm not really going into the details of that right now. Uh, just the uh, at the tail end of it. But that's in chapter 10. Uh, essentially what it was, it was a geisha on my back. And it was significant to him because it meant, as he said, that designated me as a slave. But God, God helped me through that. As we all know, hats have been quite popular in recent years so my faded geisha as has nothing to other people now i rarely even remember that i have it i marvel what an interesting way the lord worked it out for me to gain a sense of self-worth belonging and healing through this issue he truly is all-knowing and good so the the valley i travel through in that story is in chapter 10 Most importantly, my spiritual growth was happening, especially through faithfully studying the Word of God, personal prayer, and fellowship with other believers. I had learned who I am in Christ. I am a loved child of God, His work of art. In various versions of the passage in Ephesians 2.10, a believer is referred to as God's workmanship, masterpiece, handiwork, and beautiful poetry. God loves me, all of me, tats and all. And I am completely his work of art or his beautiful poetry, from the bottom of my toes to the top of my head. Thank you, Jesus. Always remember the enemy is a liar. When he says you are not enough or unworthy and tries to pile on you shame and condemnation, do not accept it. When our God is with us and when our God is for us, who can stand against us? My abuser had partnered with the devil and used my spiritual beliefs, however misled, against me, so I would believe myself condemned by God. He thought I would never survive it, but I knew about the power in the blood of Jesus. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed." I was down but not destroyed. My enemy had miscalculated. He did not know that in my despair that I would turn to Jesus for mercy and rescue. He did not realize that the Lord had waited for me to turn to him for help and that he would restore me and lovingly protect me under his wing. That's in any circumstance. The enemy did not realize how truly awesome and just God is. Have you ever found yourself moving along your journey, thinking life was good and you were at peace, and then suddenly your whole world was pulled out from under you? You may have been devastated, broken, in horrible emotional pain, and in a dark place, feeling alone and helpless. But then, maybe not right away, you realize that you were not destroyed. You were not alone. While approaching the depth of the dark pit, you felt a spark of hope. The Lord had mercy on you and helped you. You survived to see another day. The Lord had scooped you out of your troubles, and that should not be taken lightly or ever forgotten. What was it that brought you to the brink of destruction? It could have been bad news about a loved one. It could have been the rejection of those you love and admire. It could have been evil calculated oppression. The good thing to know is that Jesus knows exactly how it feels to be hurt, rejected, abused, betrayed, lied to and about, and shamed. He experienced it all and so much more for us. He suffered for hours on the cross for our sakes to pay for our sins while he had none. Jesus defeated death and he's right there with us when we believe and accept him as our Lord and Savior. He gives us hope for our future and eternity with Him. As in Isaiah fifty four seventeen. For those who believe and serve Him, no weapon formed against us will prosper. We are not alone. During a recent devotion, the Lord brought a revelation to my heart. It was not just for my benefit, but to be shared with you. The enemy used my need for a sense of belonging as a weakness. Though every... Adult experience where I was rejected as an individual or several people, whether a church, business, loved ones, friends, or potential friends, God allowed it to happen. He allowed it to happen so I could do these. Learn obedience and reliance on the Lord. Learn empathy toward others who may suffer from the same need to belong. Use the instance as an opportunity to mature along my own walk the extent of my emotional pain, which was found in enormous betrayals, rejections, and ongoing strife, was because of my stubbornness and fears of not belonging. I had to recognize and accept the door had been shut to that relationship. Admittedly, I only conceded once the situation had proved to be unbearable in all of it. I did not sufficiently put on the full armor of God, as in Ephesians 6. Especially I had failed to have my weapons drawn, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. While I listened to the Lord, I envisioned myself walking toward a familiar dirt pathway. Nearly 50 years ago, that was a driveway leading to an isolated home on a mountainside in rural West Virginia. I saw myself wading a creek as a teenager at my grandfather's farm with the Lord's radiance all around me while Jesus and I enjoyed a conversation. I realized these were precious memories of quality time I had spent with Him. After this experience, I rejoiced knowing to whom I belong. I belong to Jesus Christ, my Lord. He is all I need. And you too have memories of time you spent In intimate relationship with the Lord, you need to remember those. If you can resonate with the Lord, what the Lord brought to my heart, please join me in this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, my Creator, I rejoice always in you. You are my strength in times of weakness. Your ways are always good. Your love has no end, and I belong to you. Dear Lord, please slam shut the doors that I am not supposed to walk through. Please guide me with a heavy hand. I ask for wisdom and discernment as I study your word. When I waver, please help me to quickly fall into agreement with your plans so I may enjoy abundant peace that only comes from you. Always I thank you for your grace through Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Whatever the situation You can praise the Lord, pray to Him, and sincerely express gratitude for what we now have and for what hard times we've been brought out of. Even if the situation or circumstances had not changed, we are able, because we have free choice, to change our focus from our problems to a focus on the Lord. We can cast our cares, our worries, stress, or anxieties on Him, knowing that He cares for us. What results from this? We receive his peace. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. That's John fourteen twenty seven. 27. Uh, I felt that the Lord inspired me throughout the entire time I wrote this book. In fact, he has inspired me in many books. And, and uh, there, like I said, um, if you're oppressed, you, there is help for you. Well, was my sharing a small portion of my life helpful to you? Always as we face trials and tribulations in life, there are lessons to be learned. As, as we have hope and faith in the Lord, He is with us through it all. You can find my reflections of lessons learned while I was oppressed and in other situations in A New Song Rises Up, available at my website and at Amazon.com. Also, I have a study guide to accompany it, where I encourage your personal reflections. If you're oppressed today, I encourage you to cry out to Jesus. Thank you for joining me today on Turn to God with Karen. I hope that you'll watch and listen to all my Monday episodes of Faith and Hope Journey, as well as episodes every Wednesday, Sword of the Spirit. You can share your suggestions and comments at the contact page at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. There you also see my books, my blogs, and resource material. All of my books by Karen Jane Casey are geared toward bringing you hope, encouragement, and healing through your challenges, the storms you face. I have a four-book fiction series, Standing Through Storms, and a two-book plus study guide in the non-fiction series, Hope and Faith Journey. If any of my books or any of my podcast episodes have brought you towards hope, encouragement, for healing in any way, especially if you turn to Jesus. Let me know. I need encouragement too. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Blessings to you.